Hello and welcome to the Varmints Podcast, our special series of shows for National Podcast Posting Month. All today, we're not animal experts, but every episode we're going to do our best to educate ourselves and you, the listener, about all things that creep, crawl, slither, fly, jump, hop, and swim on this planet one animal at a time. Varmints Podcast is on all the social things. And you can find a list of them at linktree slash varmintspodcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash varmintspodcast. Or use your very favorite search engine and you will find us. I'm Curtis Craddock, and today I'm talking about the boreal toad. Its Latin name is Anaxiris boreus boreus. A frog so nice, named it twice. I think boreus just means forest. So this is the forest toad. They're commonly found in the Rocky Mountains, which includes northern New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, Washington, Oregon, British Columbia, Alberta, and southeast Alaska. It prefers high-altitude wet habitats from 8,000 to 12,000 feet in elevation. They like lakes, marshes, ponds, bogs, and quiet, shallow water. Me too, frogs. Me too. Boreal toad males average between 2.4 and 3.1 inches in length, and females range from 2.9 to 3.9 inches. They can be brownish or greenish, and they have a distinct white stripe on their backs. Both sex, sexes have dry, warty skin and oval parotoid glands. Those are the oval things on the frog's neck. Male boreal toads have no vocal sac and therefore have no mating call. Boreal toads can be distinguished from the related species, the California toad, by the prevalence of dark splotches on the underbelly. Boreal toads breed from May to late July, usually in marshes and still waters. Females lay 3,000 to 8,000 eggs on average. Tadpoles are usually black in color and take around two months to develop. The tadpoles survive better in aquatic environments with a high trout presence because the trout eat the bugs that prey on the tadpoles. They also want to be in a place with minimal chytrid fungus, especially at this vulnerable stage of their lives. Also, they prefer ephemeral spawning pools because they tend to be warmer, which enables bigger, faster tadpole growth. I'm not sure how you get trout in ephemeral pools, but I guess they can be adjacent to each other. Boreal toads are the first toads I've seen in this frog-filled journey of mine, which are listed as being omnivorous. In meat department, they feed on insects and invertebrates such as grasshoppers, beetles, flies, and mosquitoes. At the salad bar, they eat aquatic and non-aquatic plants and algae. Boreal toads are endangered wherever they are found. For example, they are listed as endangered by Colorado, New Mexico, Wyoming, and California. The primary culprit in the species' precipitous decline is something called the chytrid fungus. In the broadest possible terms, the chytrid fungus is a highly transmissible fungus that lives in the frog's favored environment. It causes a skin disease which can thicken the frog's skin. This is called keratosis. This can be detrimental to the amphibians because it inhibits their ability to absorb water and electrolytes. Ultimately, the disease causes the frog to either suffocate or go into cardiac arrest. The good news is that vigorous conservation efforts are underway in several states, with captive and fungus-free populations are being introduced to fungus-free habitat throughout their range. It is yet to be seen whether these efforts will be effective in stabilizing the species against decline. I mean, people can do good things when we put our minds to it. 
and helping out helping out boreal frogs is a good thing. So, Denver Zoo is in on this. I believe several universities in Colorado are in on this, and in other states. Uh, so let's hope we can hope for the frogs. This show was produced by Donnie Hume on land belonging historically to the Ute, Cheyenne, and Arapaho Native American tribes, with intro music by Infomercial USA and bed music by Travelers of Time. Our logo was created by Imran Javed. If you enjoy the show, why not give us a couple of bucks at www.buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. 90% of proceeds go into the Wild Animal Sanctuary in Keensburg, Colorado. In the meantime, thanks for listening, and be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.